And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex, my name's Paul, and if for some reason you're still here listening to us after we've experienced every single technical difficulty known to man, then we appreciate it, and you're in the right spot. Let's get into it. Hey, Alex, what's going on, man? How are you doing today, brother? I am doing great. Um, it's been a long day. It was it was a weird day, but yeah. I'm good. We recorded all of this yesterday, even though nobody cares to hear about the technical difficulties. They just want episodes on time. But yep. um, we're figuring it out and working with our provider to figure out what's going on because it makes no sense. But uh, yeah, I mean, take two should be even better. <laughs> it, it's practice. You We're talking about practice. Of, you guys are going to miss out on a 20-minute tangent about Bradley Zimmer uh, not being appreciated. But other than that... Um, yeah, dead ass. A 20-minute tangent. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert. I cooked his um, ass. Something I'm... I'm wow, that's not true. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> not at all. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we we yeah. had a friendly disagreement about uh-huh. the value. Yeah. Um, I think we're both right about a few things, and there's no wrong answer, but we want Bradley Zimmer to be successful, period. And his yeah. defense is incredible. Yeah. That's no contesting it. And it's the same argument you've heard here a thousand times as to where I that I value defense way more than I value – I value elite defense more than I value elite offense. So, That's fair. I, overall, I still want to make it clear. I value defense more than offense to an extent, but there's a yeah. line. Yeah. And we'll talk in circles. It, it'll be the cat yep. and mouse it'll, to the end of time. There, there's a line. But uh, Bradley Zimmer needs to stay healthy. He needs to stay on the trajectory that he's at, and we'll be good. Yeah. So that's, that's the gist. We saved you guys 19 <laughs> minutes. You're welcome. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, so I had a surprise game for Paul yesterday. That well, one. Are you doing? How are you doing, dude? I'm sorry. I'm good, man. I've been I've been getting some pretty bad uh, headaches. I mean, the the weather is starting to change here a little bit, so the those seasonal headaches that that you always get. Ah. Um, yeah, <laughs> fucking weather, man. Um, but no, other than that, I'm doing all right. Uh, just you look hot today. Like I I told you that before we started recording. Did I not? I said yeah. you look hot today. You got a hot boy it. energy. He's got a, a a cutoff, or sorry, it's like a, a short sleeve hoodie, hoodie with a hat, and it's just like I would take you into the bathroom and blow your back <laughs> off. I'm talking like raunchy stall at like raunchy, a ball game, like a yeah. dive bar. Yeah, dive bar. Like I don't even care. Well, I so. appreciate it. Yeah, he's go check out the YouTube at two one six baseball pod ad because um, he Paul looks real hot today. Um, but no, I'm. So it's not a surprise game anymore, but I think I, I was driving today. I had to go to an appointment and I was coming back and I thought of something that I wanted to change. And then I totally forgot in the moment right now. So let's see if I find it along the way. But the yeah. game was, give me three things that you, well, we landed on three. Give me three things that you would do if you could be Commissioner Paul 
for a day in MLB. Mm -hmm. And I got to plug my brother because this was his idea. He saw a tweet or something and uh, like a week or two ago and brought it up. So I'll at Nick here. Uh, It was a good idea. Um, So Commissioner Paul for 24 hours, you could think as big or as small as you like. Three things that you would do. Unlimited power. Yep. And uh, I've, I actually, after everything happened yesterday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit here. I'm going to watch some, I was, kind of watching the website, seeing if it was going to fix itself um, that we were using, but I was playing the show and I kept thinking about it and I tried to like broaden my horizons on what I would change and, or like what I would, what and it, I'd still the same three things I said yesterday, which yeah. you guys don't know what they are, but um, yeah, the, fir- the first, the first thing is uh, the universal DH. I think that's a, like, I think that's a, that, that needs to be done. I think that, um, that's that's something that's going to happen here, if not next year, really soon. Um, I think that's something that needs to be here. Okay. Um, two is the limiting shifts that a team can, like not amount of times, but like a, you have to have four infielders on the on the dirt at all times. You can't have four outfielders like playing like a shallow rover spot in shallow right. Um, yeah, you have, have to have uh, Jose. I just had a stutter. Sorry, yeah. Jose. Which stutters aren't funny. I just I don't know what just happened. Jose would be batting like three ten if yeah. they took that that shitty ass right field shift away. I mm-hmm. hate that one. I hate it. There's there's a plane that that's going. I know. Over, guys. And if anybody can hear, my dogs are freaking out. So that's that's fun too. Again, uh, look at us go. Thanks for listening, folks. We are professionals. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, the the shifts um, limiting what team, and I get that it's strategic, but like some of them are a bit much, right? So I think that if you're if I think having four people on the dirt at all times, I think that's fair. Where you can still kind of like you don't have to have two people on both sides. You can put someone on the other side a second. Like you can shift your shortstop over to play like behind the back, whatever. You can do all that. It's just you can't have someone playing shallow right. And have like two right fielders at that point, so yeah, um, it's just corny. It's like yeah. just too much, and it's 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 tough because we talked about it. It's good game, you know. It's it's good. It's hard for me because it's like if you can get the analytics to make it work, you should be able to do it. That that's mm-hmm. like the logic in me. But at the same time, it's just corny. Like, what are we doing? It's yeah, it's like it's too much. It's boring. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's where exactly. not banning it because that that would be too much. But limiting so you can't do corny shit is like the perfect medium of yeah. like just chill a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is the one that I've kind of gone back and forth on. And I thought of something that I'd want to replace it with. So I'll give you both of them. The first Please was do. the first was the ball, right? They were at like in the nineties, right? The ball was pretty much dead, right? The, so they not as many home runs were getting hit. And then the past couple years, they they juiced these balls, and now home runs are getting hit left and right. So the what I was yeah. what I said yesterday is like you have to find a middle ground there, and uh, like just find a way to where these balls aren't getting fucking. You're not seeing seventeen home runs a game. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I would say a, that a we've gotten. Ground. I'd say we've gotten better about that personally yeah. from like 2017, 2018, where it was getting out of hand. 
I do think they've already done that to an extent, but if you think it's still a little too much, I, I mean, yeah. you're commissioner and I'm just and, your little bitch boy. I'm just your little <laughs> secretary. And, uh, the, the second thing was this, this like limit of how, how they have pretty much have a fucking shot clock behind home plate for these pitchers. Right. Like I get, they want to speed the game up. That makes sense. And I, I understand why they're doing it. I just think it's bullshit. Right. Cause Growing up, these kids, all, like their entire lives are like, you have to find find your routine, find like your quote unquote happy place when you're pitching. Because like in order to throw a strike is difficult, right? Like yeah. not everyone can, can pinpoint a ball exactly where they want. And if it takes yeah. someone's 13 seconds to sit there and like zone in and do it, then cool. Whatever, like what, you're, you're fucking with people's routine. Yeah. Um, and you're trying to rush someone's craft. That's like, like there's deadlines. I, I understand that, but it's, it's like, if someone's like, Hey, guess what? Uh, the thing you, that you've been doing your entire, it goes back to the, to the sticky stuff situation that we've had, like the discussion that we've had, you've been doing something your entire life one way. And then they're like, uh, now you have to sit there and you have to rush every part of it. Like you, you only have a fraction of the time that you get to do that. So I feel like that's kind of bullshit too. So it's like one of those two things is, would be my third. Yeah. The only thing I would say is some of it's a bit much like I, and I don't think that like there are people that literally average like 35 seconds in between their pitches. I'm sorry. I know you have a routine, but blow me. Like you don't need 35 seconds between every pitch. That's so obnoxious. Like there, there's a line, you know what I mean? Like I, and people abuse that. That's why they had to put it in, even though umps basically don't call it anyway, where it shouldn't have to exist. But otherwise you have people like, I think Tyler Clippard was one of the infamous people. He had like a 34 second average in between pitch time, throw the fucking baseball. See, that's like, that's like going from one extreme to the next though. Like, no, I get you. But the clock right now is like 24 seconds. It doesn't hurt anything. Like I, I actually disagree. I thought it was like 15. No, it's like 24 seconds. Oh yeah. It's nowhere near like that. It's 20 or 24. And I want to say it's 24. It's just to keep people from like the 34 second thing where it's like, throw the ball. Like, come on. And then the, also the other thing is like the, how coaches only get like a minute to go out there and talk to their pitchers. Right. Like, yeah. Obviously, your your guy's freaking out, right? You're going out there to calm down or like yeah, he's rattled or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, let's see. If- let him let rattle. Let let these people fucking coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now you're limiting how much they can coach, and then now they're limiting people like the the infield to come in and talk to him too. Like they're a fucking baseball team. Let them be a baseball team. Let them communicate. Yeah, I think people abuse that a little bit too with like buying time for relievers. I my dad and I we didn't disagree, but I was surprised how passionate he was about the like eight mound visit things. And I'm like, nobody uses eight. Like at no point does anybody get close. Yeah. So I have no issue with the rule. Shouldn't have to be a rule, but otherwise every other pitch they're gonna go out there and buy time. So it like keeps people accountable. Um but but I get what you're saying. But yeah. So those are good. I like that I like that one. Well, I don't know. I like it more than the ball, I suppose. But we talked about yesterday. We had different viewpoints. Mine were like really big ones, but I'm going to yeah, change yours. One. Were mine was more like game oriented, and yours were more yeah. like organizational. So I, I I might change two of mine. Okay. So first and foremost, 
all the blackout bullshit done. You know how you grow the game yeah. of baseball? Eliminate every blackout thing. I don't care about local 100%. TV deals. I have unlimited power in this Here's scenario. the thing, right? Like, I'm, I, I have MLB TV, right? I, I pay for MLB TV. To, I don't live in Ohio. I don't get to I don't get to watch Indians baseball games all the time. Yep. I, I live eight hours away and I live in Braves and Nationals territory. That's yep. all I see. Yeah. On really? Sunday from, from Virginia, Braves? Yeah. Like, down like, south doesn't really? have a team. Uh, so that's like true. The only so team Braves. down south okay. is sorry to cut you off. Atlanta. I just yeah. I wouldn't guess that. It's it like it's fifty fifty Braves Nationals. Nice. Okay. I mean, and, and where I'm at in like Hampton Roads area, uh, Flex is he lives uh, in the Hamptons? <laughs> no, that's not the Hamptons. The Hamptons Roads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's such a big military presence here that like there's so many fans of so many different teams. Um, but uh, Sunday for the Little League Classic, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch. I had to like find a stream online to watch the game because uh, MLB TV had it blacked out. Yep. It was blacked so, out for me too. But so, like, that, that baseball tries its hardest not to grow the game. There are people, like, this is what's bullshit, okay? I live in Indiana, okay? I also have MLB TV and can watch it, okay? I go home to visit my parents, okay? I can't watch the local Cleveland game on my phone because it recognizes that I'm in Ohio. Yeah. It can tell. Our phones listen to us. It knows that I live in Indiana 330 year, 340 days a year or whatever, you know, when we're not on vacation or some shit. Like, give, blow me. Like, please blow me. Yeah. And then I have no reason to. I don't live in Chicago. I don't live in Illinois. And if the tribe plays the White Sox, I have to find a stream. Even though I don't live in Cleveland and I don't live in Chicago, I have to find a stream. Yep. Blow me. Same thing when the Indians played the Nationals. God, it just pisses me off. And there are people that are in like even crazier ones that basically just. They're in totally different states and can't watch whoever would be like the next closest one. Like it's super rant. I mean, it is the game tries so hard to make it so people can't watch mm-hmm. it. It is the craziest shit. It is crazy. Get rid of all that. Yeah, that's, that's number one. one. I like that. Thanks. Thank you. That's number one. Number t- I might have to have four and, and it's only be- but I'll keep it moving. I promise. This is the big talk we had yesterday. Number two, expansion. Manfred said ultimately he that's he wants that to be his thing. We're going to add two teams, and yeah. we probably won't get as in depth as yesterday. We really went down a rabbit hole. But Nashville needs a team. You could give Vancouver a team because uh, Canada only has literally one team, which is nuts. Um, and you you said other professional sports usually only have one, but you know they're loyal, so give them a second team or do Vegas and Nashville. They both can handle a team right now. Um, yeah. That could I, potentially lead to new divisions, and that's, that's where we went down a say. huge the, rabbit that's hole. That's the only thing that I see happening is like you. Then you'd have to completely, redo which would be everything. cool. Which would be pretty cool if we had like an you know an AL North, AL West, AL East, AL South, and then we could have four team divisions. And we talked about you could re you could re yeah. categorize the, who the, goes so where to be that, more logical. The thing that's different, like so, though our example yesterday was. Uh, kind of like how the NFL does it, 
But the difference with the MLB and NFL is teams that are in the same state besides like uh, Texas and California that have multiple teams in the same state, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Teams that have – or people that have – states that have two teams, they're in separate um, leagues. Or leagues, yeah. So with the NFL, Cleveland and Cincinnati are in the same division. Same thing, um, the Jets and the Giants are in the same division, but uh, both the teams in Florida are in the same division. Like all, like all these, it, it'd be different because they'd have to find some way to get that to work, um, as opposed to how football does it. Yeah, that's true. Anyone on the live stream just saw me scream at my dogs. Um, on mute uh they won't shut the fuck up it's driving me nuts um yeah so let's do that we let's have detroit the white Sox, the reds and us in a division or do pittsburgh let's do pittsburgh um you know the uh you could have pittsburgh the reds cleveland and detroit if you wanted to make it tighter and then you could have the white Sox, brewers I don't know what you would call this. The North, maybe. I don't know. You, we'd have to mess mess with a little bit. You could have the Twins. You could kind of get that up, like, truly North. And then you just have dead space all the way out to California. California could basically be in their own league, almost. And then you put Denver. California uh, both, has too many, too many teams to be in their own league. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Good <laughs> point. So move, move fucking the A's out of there and move them to so Vegas. So are you saying adding teams or relocating teams? I'm saying adding. But in this thing, I'm fixing my own problem in real time. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, California has too many teams. So you could have the Southern teams, have LA, the Padres, both Texas teams, and... What about the team what? in Vegas that you're saying? Yeah, you could have that. And then you could have, like, San Francisco. Like, if you had the, you know, the... Um, well, there's five... Te- that's five teams right there. One, two, three... Okay, so that would be four. And then you could have... Well, so Say it's said, expansion. I'm saying said, expansion you- now. So if we if they were to do the expansion and we're getting down this rabbit hole again, right? They would yeah, have to do it how the NFL does it, and they would have to have four divisions per league with four teams in each league. Yeah, because that would that would bring it out to thirty two. Yeah, and so I don't know what the saying, geography looks so like. If you're but... saying L.A., San Diego, Vegas, and both teams in Texas, that's five teams. You couldn't do that. So you'd have to throw probably one of the teams in Texas, probably the Rangers, in with like. The AL South, which would be like Jacksonville, or not Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, the Marlins, the Rangers, and the Braves, or yeah, Nashville. somebody, or do do um, Dodgers, Padres. Ah, damn it! Dodgers, Padres, both Texas teams, Vegas. This we've expanded, so there actually are thirty-two: Vegas, A's, Giants, Mariners, and then if you had Vancouver. But in this one, there isn't a Vancouver team. There, I fixed it. You would have a you'd have an NL North. <laughs> I so did it. If, if 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 it would probably be easier if you didn't have a team in Vegas and you just had a team in Vancouver, because then you could do like, what is it, Northwest, and have like. Yeah, it would have to be like the Northwest, North Central. We'd have to like come up with some interesting names because we just don't have a whole lot of South teams. Yeah. They just don't exist. But 
We went down the rabbit hole. But anyway, expansion. It would be really fun to uh, see it in our lifetime. It will happen. Um, and it would just be cool to see these new teams, new logos, new, like, it's just brand new. Like, let's see what the hell happens, you know? It's going to be cool. Um, so I'm all for that. And then I'll be quick on these last two. So rule three, um, I believe I said salary floor. Uh, yeah. automatically make it $100 million so that, you know, imagine the Indians spending another $60 million. They won't fund it on uh, the luxury tax BS like MLB is trying to get away with or, the, you know, the union will never go for it. A true $100 million cap. And then I think I bounced around yesterday, but I'd say 250 is a maximum or or 225 is a maximum. I'd probably bump it up a little bit. No luxury tax, like hard stop, yeah. hard. You cannot go over no more than 225 million and you can't go a dollar below 100 million. There's no fines. Like you just literally can't like it just... There are no fines. You just cannot. You have to. You, you pay your twenty sixth man an extra million to get to the right number. Like you, you have to. Yeah. And it would just force people to really have to pay, and the players would like it. And I, so that gets my rocks off. And then this is the quick four. Well, number four, whatever. Three A, three B. I would change the runner on second rule to be a runner. Either a runner on first in extra innings until the like twelfth inning, and then it goes to second. Or I would, I think I wouldn't change the rule until the either the eleventh or twelfth. So keep it like normal baseball till the eleventh or twelfth, and then put a runner on. Yeah. So I think that's what I would do, and I would still put them on first. So let let that figure itself out. Hmm. So the, the runner on second's too much. I've yeah. always felt that it's too. And it's fine. If you can play small ball, it's great. And, you know, get, it's just boring. Like, and it, yeah, it wraps up almost all of them all the time in the 10th inning now. But it's like, give them, most of them wrapped up anyway in one inning. A majority would. So let them go to the 10th or 11th and then put a runner on like first. And then if it goes okay. to like the 15th inning, put somebody on the second. But that's, it's only going to happen a couple times a year. And you already get extra people on the roster. Yeah. So that's my second shot at this one. Fix I mean, all the problems. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you and I, I agree, were commissioners, I mean, I, we would literally grow the game up two hundred percent in two days. Because we're actual baseball fans. Rob Manfred's not. No, he's just a fucking needle dick. Yep, I hate him. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say though? I, I hate him. So I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I know. I just I'm Rob Manfred, and I'm just like, <laughs> there's some drywall. Ugh. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full Kyle. <laughs> uh, you're not my real dad. Um, <laughs> all right. So game one. Let's. So that's fun. I think we we fixed the whole game. So game one. Um, this fixed happened. Do we fix the whole game? The entire game is fixed. This happened uh, Friday through Sunday. Um, three games set against the Angels at home. Uh, game one: Hentges versus Berea. Indians come in looking to get back in the win column after they drop two or three to the Twins via walk-off, so just pain. And they're back at home on Friday. Uh, Their first day off in the month of August was on last Thursday. So they played 20 games in a row. They're all rested up. They send henches to the bump, try and take the series opener. It's like throwing a grenade and then like, ah, (laughs) you know. "Ah." But he delivers, and the offense does too, man. So let's go. Uh, Quick line. Cleveland, nine runs, 15 hits, and one error. L.A., one run on only four hits. Suck it. And no errors. Quick scoring highlights. Bottom of the first, Fran Mil Reyes 
Big Daddy Framil, three-run bomb. Ooh, baby. His 22nd of the year. Tribe jumps out to an early 3-0 lead. Bottom of the second, Miles Straw, RBI double. Tribe's now up 4 nothing. Let's go. Bottom of the second. Uh, still the bottom of the second, excuse me. Ahmed Rosario, RBI double of his own. He's like, I want to have some of that. Indians now lead it 5 nothing. Top of the third, though, David Fletcher hits an RBI single. That gets the Angels on the board, uh, but they still trail it 5-1. Smell you later. Bottom of the sixth, Framil Reyes, two-run single. Way to bust out of the slump. Extends the Tribe's lead yet again. Now we lead 7-1. Still the bottom of the sixth, Bradley Zimmer, RBI single. Now the Tribe leads 8-1. Bottom of the eighth, Jose, solo shot, is 28th of the year. Tribe now leads at 9-1. to one. That's how it stays. We blow the Angels' backs out in the series yep. opener. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Um, Sam Hench is maybe back, question mark. Uh, no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't open yourself up <laughs> no, to that. Uh, I mean, he had a he, – he pitched a pretty – I mean, pitched a damn good game. Uh, but damn highlights in this one. Uh, every – Every fucking day, Miles Straw is just like, I'm the best defender you're ever going to see in your lifetime. True. It seems like. Um, in this one, he had two phenomenal plays. One in the uh, top of the fourth, uh, making a, like a diving catch on a like a short like sinking line drive in center um, to, to save a base hit. And then another one uh, in the seventh, the top of the seventh, just a smooth ass over the shoulder grab. Uh, where he's just kind of like trotting over because he's so fast. He's like, oh, I'll get there. I'm yeah, whatever. About it. Yeah, whatever. No I'm just built different. And he's just smooth as butter, baby. And yeah. uh, and uh, just we're just so blessed to see great defense uh, sometimes. And then uh, there's Too people blessed like to med- be stressed. There's like a people like a Med Rosario and Yu Chang that decide to have aneurysms playing defense so yeah it's you, you take the bad with the good uh but on the top of the fifth andreas jimenez makes a fucking great catch at second too uh just because he's a little fella uh he has to jump for it but he, he jumps up and catches it like at his chest so uh still a very good play um but another great defensive play uh by andreas jimenez um even though his bat hasn't been there yeah, um, not and then at all. this is what I'm talking about from Yu Chang, right? This dude commits an error, fielding a ground ball, uh, and like on the transfer over to uh, was this was in the eighth. So who was pitching in the eighth? Uh, Parker, I think Parker pitched the eighth. Yeah, so he went to go like uh, toss pants, to Parker. Parker. <laughs> yeah, poop your pants, Parker. Uh, he went to go toss. Taught, like toss it the first to Parker. He just kind of just fucking fumbles the ball like he's never played a day of baseball in his entire life. Um, and then the very next play makes a fucking diving catch towards the bag to save a base hit. So it's he didn't want to make up his mind in this one. So like back to back plays, he was just like, I don't know what baseball is. I've never played this sport. And he's like, yep. Oh wait, shit! I can make really fucking good plays on defense. So yeah. it just made my brain hurt. Showbiz, baby. Yeah. He's all over the place. God bless him. Um, but yeah, so we talked about Henches, man. So we he came in, it's a bullpen, basically. 
you hope you get more than two innings. So let's say, let's get three, you know, keep us in the game. I got to give the dude credit. He came out and did his freaking job and then some. He gives you four innings of one run ball on three hits, one walk, and two strikeouts. So, you, you know, you never know with him, and it's usually not going to be good, but he gives you four innings of one run ball, baby. This is daddy long leg status. Yeah, this is daddy long leg status. He goes 61 pitches, 41 of them are strikes. You love to see only one walk. I mean, you save the bolt, like, you, I'm just really happy about yeah. this. You know, like, this is awesome. Like, let's freaking go. <laughs> Yeah, and then, it was a, a, a very good showing by him. I mean, two strikeouts was isn't which isn't great, but one walk, we'll take that all day. Yeah, I don't really care. Like, just get outs, you know, limit them. So then the bullpen has to give you five innings, and dude, Trevor Steffen comes in and gives you three innings of one hit ball with two strikeouts, no runs. So we now have seven innings of one hit or seven innings of one run ball between him and Henches. Yep. Three innings from Stefan. Three innings of one hit ball. Yeah. Damn. We we at this point we have seven innings of four hit baseball. Yep. And one walk. Like, damn. Then Parker comes in, perfect eighth. Garza comes in, perfect ninth. So we got in total, if you don't count Henches, right? So the first four, so the next five, right? Five innings of one hit, no walk, no run ball. What? Yeah. Sir? <laughs> to an Angels team, like, yes, they're down Rendon and they're down Trout, but they still can fucking hit. They have the best baseball player yep. in the world on their team Otani, right now. They got so, Jared Walsh. He can yeah. bang. David Fletcher can and slap it around. Jared Walsh ran Albert Pujols, debatably the best hitter we've seen in our generation, out of L.A., not out yep. of LA, but out of the Angels organization because our yep. people just went down the street to the the Los Doyers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, uh, you want to talk about yeah. just the pitching, but then the offense too, man. You want to talk about overperforming? Every side of the triangle is like chrome. Like yeah. every part of it is just like yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, the offense they struck out twelve times, which isn't great. Um, but they walked four times. The reason they struck out so many fucking times is they had fucking mad at bats in this one because they they scored what was it nine runs? Yep. Fuck. They were they were, half the team was had what so four eight twelve seventeen. Well, not even including the walks. We we had what like thirty something at bats in this one, if yeah. not more. So like yeah okay cool. Uh, we have 14 runners on base, which isn't great, but we scored nine runs. So yep. you're not going to hear me complain about it. We had 15 hits. Uh, only four of them were extra base hits. So we were playing station-to-station baseball on this one. Get them on, get them over, get them in. That's all that matters, yep. baby. Um, went five for 11 with runners in scoring position. Almost <laughs> yep. a 50% clip. That's how you and, win baseball games. <laughs> and every single starter had a hit in this game. Yep. Miles, Miles Straw went three for oh, sorry, four that's with two doubles. Sorry. Ahmed Rosario went two for four with a double. Jose Ramirez had a solo home run, and he went two for four. Fran Mill went two for five with that three run and two singles. Uh, Bradley Zimmer went one for five with a single. Uh, Wilson Ramos went one for four. Daniel Johnson went two for five, which I'm glad to see him back up here because that dude can fucking hit. Yeah, he, uh, he can. he's a shooter. Yeah. Yu Chang... Uh, 
Yu Chang makes my head hurt sometimes. But he went one for four, and Andreas Jimenez yep. went one for four. So everyone's just out here raking. Yep. We just popped just off. Putting bad on ball, baby. Every part of the triangle, chrome. Yep. Game two on Saturday, McKenzie versus Detmers. Indians come in on Saturday. They got the opportunity once again to win back-to-back games. They send the hottest man on the planet to the mound to try and get it done, T-Mac. All right? Ooh, he baby. nearly threw a perfect game on Sunday, and he's, and he's going to try to continue to be consistent. He struggled with it this year, as we know. He delivers, and then some. Dropping dick off everywhere. Left field, center field, right field. Your mom's house, your sister's house, your brother's house. Hey, <laughs> We don't judge. Pride pod, no judgment, all right? Like, everywhere, dicks. Everywhere. Everywhere you yep. can see, as far as the Instagram eye can see. Instagram thoughts, dick. Yeah, apex, dicks. <laughs> all right? And we finally get two in a row. Woo! <laughs> Cleveland, oh, yeah, five runs on 13 hits, no errors. L.A., one run on three hits and no errors. Quick scoring highlights, bottom of the third, Jose Ramirez, three-run bomb. His 29th of the year, Tribe jumps out to an early 3-0 lead. Bottom of the seventh, Ahmed Rosario, solo shot bomb. His seventh of the year, Tribe extends their lead 4-0. Still the bottom of the seventh, Bradley Zimmer, a little sack fly small ball, but hey, they count. Indians now lead at 5-0. Top of the eighth, Joe Adele, RBI ground out, gets the Angels on the board, but that's not enough. Pitching shuts it down the rest of the way. Indians finally win back-to-back games, like we said, and they take game two by a score of 5-1. to one. Third time since the All-Star break we won back-to-back games. Woohoo! Which, yeah, we're happy, but not fucking good at all. Not nope. good at all. I'm just treading water, baby. <laughs> um, treading water in the uh, shallow end. Just- yeah, I'll let you read this Jose stat because I know you're all... Your, uh, I am your ding dong go ping pong. Oh, it does. Uh, it's like a sauna down there. So Jose in this game uh, steals a bag, and he passes Rick Manning uh, for the thirteenth most stolen bases in club history with one hundred and forty-three. The, the one yeah, that the, every Cleveland baseball fan hates. Yeah, not as many people hate him as I think, and I've come around a little bit on him, but he is kind of just a jerk off. Like he just kind of <laughs> bumbles. He just kind of yeah. bumbles all the time. Oh, I'm Rick Manning. He's like whatever. We're not number playing baseball. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> dude, nobody knows you or your stats. I apparently, honestly, apparently had some wheels. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, nice number fourteen on the leaderboard, bum. Um, <laughs> And here's the thing, too. Jose is going to be number 11 here by the end of the season. Uh, he's at 143. Jack Graney is number 11 at 148. So probably by the end of the season, he ties it. Or, yeah, you know, just, six of them. just needs six more bags. Yeah, and six more bags, sole possession. So it just, yeah. I love Jose. The dude is a five-tool player and a monster. Yeah, so. and we've talked about it. Like, he's had a, like he's had a off year this year. He hasn't been... His full potential self, like he's coming back to it now. But yeah, he's right this more, second, he's playing it like holy crap, yeah, scary Jose. But he's like had, he's doing everything. He's had more peaks and valleys this year than he usually does. And when he's yeah. had his valleys, they've been lower than they usually are. That's yeah, he I'm always saying. slugs. He he's just an extra base machine. We're going to talk about, yeah. but the average is not where you would really. And, see, you know, you hope he's more two seventy, two eighty, exactly. not like two sixty. Which he's just been he's been popping off lately. He was down to like two fifty there for yeah. a second. So And uh you're gonna hear me get real passionate again. All because right. Because 
we're hard on the people we love. True. That's what that's what I'm gonna say, right? Ahmed Rosario. The dude's been hitting out of his mind lately. True. But he keeps making these silly fucking mistakes. Just like lackluster, not caring mistakes. And in the bottom of the first, uh, Jose hits a double, and Ahmed tries to go first to home. We talk about Ahmed being fast. Let's be real, Ahmed. You're not first to home fast. Yeah. Right? Um, He gets thrown out on a very good uh, relay play from the Angels, a very good throw by their shortstop. So maybe we should take notes uh, on on how to run a relay play. Um, but – Again, this isn't what a starting major league baseball. That's not like I. So I couldn't see. They didn't show like a a if if he ran a sign or if if he got sent right. Yeah. So I can't put this entirely on Ahmed, but let's be real. He probably blew a sign. Yeah. Um. So just another silly mistake that Ahmed Rosario made that. Again, against a very good team, will end up costing you. Not even against a yeah. very good team, against a good team, against yeah. not the Tigers or not the Angels, right? It, uh, one run's going to cost you. Yep. Um. So it, it's just like little stuff like that that he has to like piece together, and you 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 can't be making these plays and be a professional baseball player. It, it, like this is stuff yeah, that you make. Tighten, this is stuff that you make in high school and college ball. That that you figure out these mistakes and you find what kind of baseball player you are and you got to find your limitations. You're not yeah. first to home fast. Yeah. Um. So again, he he's been balling out at the plate. It's just these little dumb mistakes that he keeps making that I'm just like, you can't be having that, and especially from your starting shortstop. True. So uh, that's. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, now we're going to get into the game highlights, right? So top of the fourth, Bradley Zimmer makes a phenomenal sliding catch in right field. And uh, him and Miles Straw are starting to play very well together. I mean, they've only been playing together for what? A month. Three weeks to a month. Yeah, 25 games of yeah, that. I think something like that. And they're start, you can, they're like starting to feed off of each other a little bit. Like You can kind of tell that they're like not trying to one-up each other, but they're kind of like competing with themselves out there. Yeah. Um, in right and center to to kind of just make plays back and forth. And yeah. they're both elite defenders, which we talked about. Uh, and it's just it's fun to watch like a dominant defensive outfield because yeah, like they're just any, tracking anything, everything. Anything out. in the airs and out, like yep. you don't have to worry about like anything that's popped up. Like the pitcher doesn't even have to fucking look. They're like, oh, cool, that's an out. Whatever, I'm done. Yeah. Like, yep. So it's fun it's, to watch. You're right. Too. If it stays in the if it stays in the ballpark, it's caught. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with how fast both of them are. Oof. Baby. Yeah. And then Ooh. bottom of the seventh. Big Daddy Fran Mail. Yep. It's an infield single, baby. He's so not, fast. Not only is he 6'5", 270 pounds and can fucking hit the cover off a of baseball. He's fast as fuck. It's a track star, baby. <laughs> uh, just beat out a beat out a, a weak ground ball to third base, and uh, who knew that someone so big could be so that fast? Steam engine, baby. You're yeah. just feeding coal into it. Just chugga chugga chugga. 
And we 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 kind of talked about T Mac throwing another gym. Tristan McKenzie struck out the best player in baseball three times in this yep. game. Just eating him up with that curveball, baby. Yeah, Shohei Otani could thing. not even fucking touch it. Yep. Made Shohei look silly three times three times in this game. Yep. So that's he's just vibing, man. T Mac, ever since he had that he got that fro, he's been a different man. Yeah, it's just built different. Yeah. He needs to relax a little bit, you know? And exactly. he did. It's the same thing that Zach Plesak needs to do. Yeah. Zach Plesak needs to like chill and relax out there. So we talk about McKenzie, man. Seven innings of two hit, one walk, one run ball, eight strikeouts, and a dub. I called you in the sixth inning, okay, when he had went six innings of one hit ball at this yep. point. No runs. No, and I literally called you, and I was like, what is going on? Like, I'm kind of scared. Like, it's like the fucking what? Twilight Zone out here. Yeah, like, what is happening? So he goes six innings, like we just said, of one hit ball. He gives, gives up a leadoff single in the seventh. So he finished with seven innings of two hit, no walk, no run ball. He comes out in the eighth, walks the first batter he faces. Brian Shaw comes in, gives up the run. So it gets tagged to McKenzie. It's an you know inherited runner for Shaw. But it just it sucks because the line is like, no, he really went seven innings of two hit, no walk ball. And he walked yeah. him. That's on him. That he did walk him. So seven hit innings, two hit, one walk ball. Who knows? Maybe that run would have come across or not. But Brian Shaw, what else is new? Like he's the king of inherited runners. Um, but so it just sucks, even though that line is incredible and there's nothing to be like, oh, but it was actually, but it's incredible, but it's like, he really yeah. went six innings of one hit ball. Like that really freaking happened. <laughs> and so yeah. once again, the bullpen is, is asked, I mean, they had to give you five innings the night before, but when you think about this performance, right. And it's so important how Henches gave you four, Stefan gives you three, you know, to like basically keep you in the game regardless. And then McKenzie gives you seven. So Shaw gives you a one hit eighth inning. And then Classe comes in and gives you a perfect ninth in a non-save situation. And it's just like this little stuff oh, adds baby. up and, yeah. and you feed off of each other and it keeps the bullpen fresh. And you just like hand it to the next guy and keep moving. It's, it's, oh, I love it. So this is the pitching factory. Like yeah. this is this the is pitching what we factory. do. Yeah. But talk to me about the offense, though. Um, we struck out seven times in this one and walked four, which is pretty fucking good, uh, and over a 50% clip on the walks to strikeouts. Uh, but we left 16 runners on base, which isn't great, especially in a game where we only scored, uh, what, four Five. times? Five. Five. Yep. Yep. So not great. Uh, we had 13 hits, and four of them were extra base hits again, um, just like the night before. Uh, but this time we went three for 19 with runners in scoring position. So nine, 30, three for nine. Three, isn't that what I said? You said 19. It's like, well, uh, hang on, three, hang on. Three, three for, for nine, nine. Uh, yeah. which is a, a 33.333 repeating, of course, uh, yep. percent clip, uh, which is fucking good, um, which is above average. Uh, number one through three. So Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario, and Jose all had seven hits. Like collectively, they had seven hits. Yep, which is a good. Besides Bradley Zimmer and Austin Hedges had hits in this one. Yep. So they're out there Spreading just fucking the love. setting the table, especially when you have Big Daddy Fran Mail coming up after that. 
Ooh, baby. Mm. Ooh. Um, Jose had the three-run bomb and a double in this one and a stolen base. Uh, so, fucking let's go, Jose. Way to, he's, way to he's playing back in this yeah. series. Yeah, he's doing, like, scary five-tool top ten player Jose. Like. And we kind of talked about Ahmed uh, when, I was, when I was on my little bitch fest about him. Um, no, it was fair. It was fair. The little things. Yeah, but uh, the dude's just been fucking hitting everything in sight lately. Uh, he yep. had a solo shot in this one, and he went three for four. Like, the dude just has been fucking raking today. Yep. Or lately, not today. I don't know yeah. how he's been playing today because the game hasn't started yet. True. Honest pod. <laughs> well, let me talk to you about that one-two punch because obviously the offense got it done in this one. Only five runs, but I mean 13 hits, right? Yeah. So in the month of August, Miles Straw and Ahmed, okay, here's their stats. And I'll go from Miles to Ahmed and then back, you know, and forth. So Miles Straw, 320 average. Ahmed, 355. Miles, 6 RBIs. Ahmed, 11. Miles has 16 runs. Ahmed has 10. Miles has 8 doubles. Ahmed has 8 doubles. Miles has 4 stolen bases. Ahmed has 3. Miles has a 400 on base percentage. Ahmed has a 375. Like, when you're when you're one two punch or both batting over 320, you know, Ahmed 355, you got 17 RBIs, 26 runs, 16 doubles, seven stolen bases, and an average like 390 on base clip for your one and two. Good things are gonna happen, especially when yeah. Jose is in there. That's like setting the table for Jose to well, and eat then, and at like buffet style. Think about this, right? So Ernie Clement has usually been hitting eighth, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been playing pretty well lately. He's been hitting the ball yeah. lately. And then yeah, you have Bradley Zimmer, who's been an on-base machine. I think we talked about yesterday. He has like a, what, a 338 OBP? Yep. Yep. Which is above average, right? So you go Ernie, Bradley Zimmer. Then you go Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario, Jose, Fran Mill, and then... Bobby Bradley, hopefully, when he comes. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. Kind of. Yeah. We need like we need one more person in there to yeah. hopefully we'll sign somebody and, to really Bobby, be that fifth. Bobby Bradley will be back, and Bobby Bradley is a good fifth. Yeah, no, he is when he's yeah. when he's actually getting on base and stuff. He is. And then so like that whole like our lineup. What, what I'm trying to get is like when people are healthy, right? When uh, when Bradley's healthy, when Harold's healthy, right? We have a complete lineup now. Like we, yeah, it's it's all there. Yep. And now it's just all these people staying healthy and actually performing. True. And on on the topic of Jose, I because there's a stat here about his AL ranks. Okay, this is just offensive stuff from 2017 to 2021. Okay, minimum a thousand plate appearances. So AL ranks 17 to 21. Okay. He is first in extra base hits with 324. He is second in offensive war with 25.9. Guys, most people won't even have a career 25.9 war. That's just his offensive war in the last five seasons. Okay. He's first in runs scored with 411. He's third with three third in RBIs with 396. And he's sixth in OPS with 913. And we kind of talked about this yesterday. Like, I want to – Mike Trout's obviously up there. But, like, I want to yeah. know who the five – Probably J.D. Martinez, maybe. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. J.D. Martinez, probably him. I would say Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Um, But he's obviously, can this guy play? Can he play? Uh, Alex Rodriguez is in alien. Yeah, fucking, I had to watch Sunday's game entirely on mute. I know. Weirdo. Which is a good transition. So game three on Sunday, Quantrill versus Suarez. Indians come in with their brooms out on Sunday in Williamsport, PA, for the Little League Classic game. Uh, pitching has been king so far in this series, like we've talked about. And the Tribe's offense has showed up too, so let's go. They send Big Daddy Quantrill to the mound to finish up business, and you know exactly what he did. You know. He Dropped just laid it, it on the table. Yeah, he just put it on the table and said, here you go. Yep. That's 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 your 12-inch sub, all right? Right there on the table. There's lunch. All right, so $5 Cleveland. Long, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cleveland, three runs on six hits and no errors. Angels, no runs on only four hits and no errors. Quick scoring highlights, and it's quick. Bottom of the first, Ahmed Rosario, two-run bomb, his eighth of the year. Tribe jumps out to an early 2-0 lead. He is absolutely on fire. I think it was 320 down the left field line, I mean, right there in the corner. And uh, he just barely got it over, but we'll take it. A home run's a home run. Uh, you just play in the stadium you're playing at, and that's what he did. Bottom of the fourth, Miles Straw, RBI ground out. That extends the Tribe's lead to 3 nothing. But they only needed one run in this one because we silenced the Angels' bats. And we complete the sweep, baby. Anything is possible. Let's go. Not only do we want back-to-back games, we want back-to-back-to-back Back-to-back games. And that's called a winning streak, baby. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm checking something real fast because eight home runs for Ahmed doesn't seem right. Hmm. He, I, I mean, like he's he, been hitting them lately. I feel like I'll, he's hit a lot more. Well, you talk about the game eight, highlights. Eight's right. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. With it. That like, uh, it's not just me though. Eight seems low. Yeah. Yeah, that seems about right. He really didn't have any power for the longest time, and he's yeah. kind of getting it lately. Um, but game highlights uh, in the top. Not not too much to talk about. There's just a couple things in the top of the fifth. Uh, Oscar Mercado in left field. Makes a fantastic uh, diving catch um, to to get out of an inning, um, and it just finishes off the the cycle of the outfielders making great catches. Zimmer made yep. one in right, Straw made two in center, and now we got Mercado making one in left field. Because everyone mm-hmm. out there fucking have a series, it's balancing out. Nothing's getting down out there. Um, and then in the top of the eighth, uh, my boy James Karinchek. Who I'm going to claim him, kind of like how you claimed J.C. Mejia for a little bit. I'm still yeah. claiming James Karinchek. That's I'm fair. Still, I'm still James Karinchek's team. Uh, gets into a little bit of a jam. Uh, gets gets the gets the bases loaded in the eighth, and then Brian Shaw comes in and uh, Jose and Andres Jimenez make a fantastic double play to get out of the inning. Uh, yep. I mean, Brian Shaw only had to throw two pitches, so. Um, yeah, just a fantastic double play for them to get out of the inning. Yeah, love to see it. So we talked about Quantrill on the national stage, you know, Sunday night baseball. He drops off a little seven innings pitched, two hits, two walks, no runs, nine strikeouts for a dub. Yeah. What else is new? Give me the Lights shoddy, aren't baby. too bright. God. On national television, he just drops off seven innings and no run nope. ball. Like, okay. Like, Let's just do that. And once again, the bullpen barely has to do anything. Karinchek comes in. We talk about he gives he only gets one out in the eighth. 
He gives up a hit and two walks, so he leaves the bases loaded with one out. And then Shaw comes in, gets that quick double play ball from the beautiful Jose and Jimenez turn. Um, and then in the ninth, Class A comes in, one hit, um, one strikeout, gets his 18th save yeah. of the year because that's and all he does is lock that shit down. And I and- want to talk about Karen Check's eighth, right? Because that line sounds terrible. One out, two walks, and a hit, right? That sounds awful. The first walk he gave up, he got fucking hosed on. Because uh, yep. th- this um strike zone was tight all night. We even talked about it in the group chat. Like, the, this this guy's squeezing people. Yeah, he um, squeezed yeah. people. And uh, this, it, it was like the whole ball was in the strike zone. Um, it, it, that's baseball. It happens. Then he gives up a hit. And then he works Shohei Otani to a full count. Right? And... I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not throwing Shohei Otani a strike in that situation either, especially when your team's only up by three. Yeah. Shohei Otani's getting something that's out of the strike zone. I'm going to try to, especially after what we saw him do the day before with Tristan McKenzie. I'm yeah, throwing he strikes out a lot. I'm I mean, he also hits lasers. Dirt. I'm throwing something in the dirt and I'm making him swing at it. So I'm, I, James Karen checked through competitive pitches. That's what I'm trying to say. Like all of those pitches that he threw were very competitive, very good pitches. Mm-hmm. The first one, he just didn't get a call to go his way. The second one, like he 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 just got he just gave up a hit. It was just a little base hit. It was like a little bloop job to right field, I think. Um that and that just happens to the best of them. Yeah. And then I'm I'm not throwing a strike to show Hey Otani right there either, especially when the team's only up by three. Yeah, I get you. I think that's good context that you add. Um, talk to me about the offense, though. Yeah, uh, six strikeouts to two walks in this one, which isn't isn't bad. Another thirty three point three repeating, of course. Clip only six strikeouts. Is yeah, only great. six. Uh, and we only left eleven runners on base, which is uh, not bad for us, which is below average, especially yeah. after this year we've left what twenty six runners on base at one point. So. <laughs> Uh, 11, I'm not yeah, going to complain about. Um, we only had the six hits, uh, but three of them were extra base hits. We had the home run. I think there was two doubles thrown in there. Um, yep. Ahmed had uh, three of the six total hits when he had that two-run shot. Um, Miles Straw and Austin Hedges each had a double, and Jimenez had a single, which Austin Hedges, double machine lately, I yeah. feel like once a series, he's getting at least a double. Yeah. So that little that average still isn't above two hundred yet. It's one seventy six, but he wasn't. It seemed like in a little bit of a slump. Yeah. But when he, I mean, he he hits the ball hard. At least I just want him to get above two hundred. But yeah, I, I like him. He's good. Good dude. He's just a placeholder till Bo Naylor gets up here. I'm being one hundred percent honest. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, he's still part of the future. I like the dude. Yeah. Uh, but. Like you said, the pitching is the one that did this in for us. Uh, but yeah, offense didn't win it. All pitching. we needed was one run, and we got three. So that's showbiz, baby. Yeah, what are you gonna do? All right, talk to me about who's hot. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, Cal Quantrill's staying on. The dude's been fucking absolutely shoving lately. And the Angels start the. We talked about seven innings, two hits, two walks, no earned runs. The last seven starts, forty-three innings pitched, seven earned runs. 28 hits, 14 walks, 41 strikeouts, a 1.47 ERA, and a .98 whip. 
in seven starts, one oh four my seven. Fucking god. Yeah, the he's a nine two five. Nine two five, baby. Yep. And then Talk to Ahmed, about Ahmed. Ahmed Rosario. <laughs> the dude's been hitting lately, and it fuck every time we put him on this list when he makes dumb mistakes, it makes me mad. But the yeah. dude's still been hitting. Uh, in the Angel series, eight for twelve, which is fucking nuts. Yeah, uh, five runs, four RBIs, two home runs, two walks, no strikeouts. Bad on ball, baby. Uh, Listen to the seven the seven game line. Yeah. This is nuts. He's batting four sixty nine with a five hundred OBP, an eight thirteen slugging, and a one point three one three one point three one three OPS. And like I said, you're hard on the people you love because God damn it, he makes it so hard for me to love him. But when you're putting up offensive numbers like that, like you're you're still you're still putting your team in a place to win. It's just you gotta limit these dumb fucking mistakes. Yeah, a one three OPS. Yeah. Is, is, he had eight for twelve in the Angels series, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> and then, obviously, the hottest boy in the world. T Mac, yep, almost through the perfect game. We talked about it, but Angel series seven innings, one earned run, four or two hits, one walk, eight strikeouts in August, and four starts. He's given you twenty eight innings pitched, six earned runs, given up twelve hits, two walks, dealed out twenty eight strikeouts, a one point nine three ERA, a point five WHIP, and a point one two six. Batting average against point one two six batting average against. They're batting one twenty six against him. He has a point five whip in twenty eight <laughs> innings. Yeah, a perfect game and a one hitter will do. Or what was a two hitter will do that too for you? Yeah, and one walk. I mean, yeah. he's just cooking right now. Every, I mean, this this list just goes on. Talk yeah. to me about Miles Straw. Miles Straw in all of August we talked about it. the 321 average, the 394 OBP, the 464 slugging, and a .858 OPS. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. How's that for a leadoff hitter? He has hit in 18 of the 22 games he's been been with Cleveland. 18 of 22 games. He's been up here 22 games. Yep. And he's hitting 18 of them. Oh I know I did I did the deep math on that. You like that? I've only almost put him on a couple times, but yeah, you want to talk about freaking yeah. consistent? We host the Houston Astros. Yeah, we literally gave you our banged up bottle of Diet Mountain Dew, and you gave us a starting a, the perfect leadoff hitter for four and a half years or whatever with elite defense, and he's hitting. He's slashing in the month of August, three twenty one with almost a four hundred OBP he's and an eight fifty eight OPS. He's I can't wait for us to play Houston again because I have a feeling this dude is going to pop off against them. It's going to be like one of those revenge games. Yep. Like man, we just host them. Yeah. He's just gonna. You guys traded me for this fucking guy. Like, he's yep. just gonna pop off. Um, and then so, Jose, so he's an eight point five. Yeah. Eight point five feels right. He's probably more like an eight seven five. But I think you know if he keeps it up, he'll get bumped up a little more. But man, and then 
we talked about Jose in the Angels oh, series. Freaking Zay. He went four for twelve with four runs, four RBIs, two home runs, two walks, one strikeout, and two stolen bases. Give me the seven game line. Give me the that seven game line. Three thirteen with a three fifty three OBP, an eight thirteen slugging, and a eight thirteen point one six six OPS. An eight thirteen <laughs> slugging. All he does is hit extra bases. <laughs> he doesn't know how to hit singles. He He's a monster. For, he went four for twelve in this Angel series with two home runs. Half of his hits were home runs. Yep. And I think he had a double too. So yeah. I think three three out of four. An eight thirteen slugging. This is the Jose with the stolen bases that's doing everything. Yeah. He's doing everything. And he's just terrifying. So yeah. Cal Quantrill still on, raised to a nine two five. Ahmed was on the fringe. He was seven point five oh. Like he was gonna get off. He's bumped to a nine. Tristan McKenzie's raised to a 9.5, which I think matches the season high of Cal Quantrill for the hottest ever. Miles Straw, 8.5. He goes on, and Jose's on at a 9.25 because yep. he is doing everything right now. Yep. But talk to me about who's not. Uh, Zach Plusak staying on. He didn't pitch, so all his stats are the same. Yep. Uh, so if you want to know what he's how he's doing, just watch the last episode. Uh, Framel Reyes is staying on. And he is a wet fart away from being off this list. Yep. 3.50000. Yeah. This dude is literally, he gets like a single and he's off the list. Like, or he walks and he's off the list. In the Angel series, he went three for 11 with a run, five RBIs, one home run, two walks, four strikeouts, and a stolen base. Because he's fast. (laughs) And an infield single that's not on here. Mm. Mm -mm 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 True. Mm -mm. Which um, sounds like so. I want to preface this because I was the one that it, and I wanted to almost take him off, but I couldn't. That sounds like a pretty good line. He got all five RBIs and two of the uh, three hits in one game, which is great. But before that, keep in mind he was like two for twenty nine, yeah. and and so it's when I tell you series that he's been perf- like he's been back to Fran Mill, yeah, and he went zero for four in one of the games and like one for four in the other one. So he had one great game, and I was thinking, oh, he's going to definitely be off. But then I want you to read off the seven game slash line and the fifteen game yeah. slash line, which will give you an idea of where he's still at, of why he's a three point five. Exactly, he's, not, he's, he's almost off. He's done it for one series, and if he do, if he can do it again against the Rangers, he's guaranteed to be off. Um, in the last seven games, he's bat 172 with a 294 OBP, a 379 slugging, a 673 OPS. Which I'm not going to lie to you, his average is low, but everything else is higher than I was expecting. Eh. Yeah, OBP. That's because of this series. The OBP yeah. isn't good, though. The slugging really isn't great. The OPS is below league average. I'm not saying that's yeah. good. I'm saying yeah. that's better than I thought it would be. That's that's fair. But the 15-game one really yeah. gives you an idea. He's, in the last 15 games, he's bat 148 with a 292 OBP, a 259 slugging, and a 551 OPS, which yeah. is ass cheeks. Yeah, that ain't going to do it. So yeah. he is literally, I love how you said it, a wet fart away. Like, if he looked in your direction at progressive field, he's off. Like, yep. so. And then can I take the last one here just really yeah. fast? So Owen Miller's off because I just don't care because he's not good. Um, I just there's too many people on the who's hot, which is exciting to talk about to like carry on a list of twenty people. Angel series, he goes two for six, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, one strikeout, and a stolen base. Which okay, whatever. 
But his last seven games, 240, 286, 280, 566 OPS. The average is starting to come up, but he's just not good. Like, he's just, I, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to keep him on he, here. I don't think he's all ready to be up here. I think he needs a season a little bit more down in Triple A. And yeah. Ernie Clement's just better at this point, honestly. Like, can I tell Ernie, you, I just, I'm not, I'm off the old Miller train. Yeah. I, you don't, you're not going to figure it out in a month or a month and a half. Yeah. I know that. But you got to show something. And I just don't think Owen's that guy. And I'm kind of, we have so many top middle infield prospects. We don't talk about Gabriel Arise or um, I can't think of the other guy, Tyler Freeman. Like those guys are like the Nolan Joneses of our middle infield. Yeah. Like Owen Miller, we got in the Padres trade. Oh, fun fact too. In that Padres trade, was that last episode or did we talk about it yesterday? I can't. No, it was last episode. Last episode. Okay. I forgot. Austin Hedges was also in that trade. Fun fact. So we like just completely hosed them. Yeah. Uh, but like Owen Miller came in that. So it's great. But we don't have organizational like tethers to him. Yeah. Like if he was gone tomorrow, whatever. Tyler Freeman is like top 100 MLB prospect. Like yeah. he is going to be our shortstop or second baseman. Gabriel Arise is like top 100. Like he's coming up through the ranks of like these are like legit ass dudes My that are is, like is high that, ranking middle infielders. Ernie Clement does everything Owen Miller does just better. Yep. More consistent. He did it more quickly. He plays way better defense. He has better mm-hmm. versatility. I he's will got, say the yeah, only difference is that I think Owen Miller plays a pretty good first base. And now yep, that Bobby, that's fair. now that Bobby Bradley's not up here, uh it's been holding us over and it stops Yu Chang from playing first base. Honestly, I like Yu Chang more than Owen Miller. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I said it. Wow. I like I yeah, I mean it. I'm like I'm done. I completely unclaim Owen Miller. I think he's kind of a scrub. I mean, again, he's a young kid, so we've talked about it. I'm not trying to be overly hard, but we just have so many people that are part of our future, and like I said, like top middle infield prospects that like we don't have to put our eggs into Owen Miller. We don't have to wait for him to figure it out. He can go blossom somewhere else. I don't fucking care. Like that's that I know that's blunt, but I just I don't. I really don't care about him anymore. I hope he does well. I wish him the best, but we have people that we know are top 100 that are coming. So, like, you, it didn't work out. You didn't take your shot. Maybe you'll go be a Gio Rochella somewhere else, you know, where it's like it's not with us, although Owen Miller's not going to be Gio Rochella. But, like, best of luck, dude. We didn't think get a Gio payday. Rochella was going to be Gio Rochella. Okay, but we knew he was, like, a platinum glove third baseman, and we could see it in there. He just never played. He never freaking played. Yeah, because um, I mean that was around the same. T- well, that was while we Jose kept Eric Gonzalez over. I know, I know. It was just tough organizational. I'm just saying. I wish him the best, but I am not tethered to him. If we got rid of him in the off season, like we have four other depth pieces, you know yeah. that are that honestly, unless Owen Miller pops off, he's not going to play over. We have more people that we're tethered to. Like, yeah. we're going to let them play. Anyway, so that's that. I wish them the best, but whatever. So AL Central standings, we'll make it quick. We won three in a row, and the White Sox lost three in a row. So we're now only nine games back. They're still going to take this division, but it is what it is. Only nine games back? Yeah, we're we're only (laughs) nine games back. It's good to see single digits. Uh, But we did put some distance. Detroit's 12 games back from second place. Well, from first, sorry. 12 games back. So we got a little distance. Just stay above 500 and finish second place. Cleveland, please. Uh, Kansas City, 15 games back and forth. And Minnesota, 
So Kansas City's won four in a row at this point, and Minnesota lost three in a row. So now Minnesota's in last place again, which I just love. Um, and they're 17 back. In wild card, uh, I'll just, you know, we're 500 again. We're eight back. We have no shot. It is what it is. But I'll give you a quick quick overview, and then we'll wrap this up. New York is in first. Uh, they have popped off at this point 10 wins in a row. Um, they are two and a half games up for the first wild card spot. So that's a thing. And then Boston is in second with a game lead above Oakland, who's lost three in a row. They're three and seven in their last 10. Ugh. Uh, Seattle is three games back for that second spot. They're seven and three in their last 10. Uh, Toronto's four and a half back. They're three and seven in their last 10. So, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Toronto's got it. I don't think Seattle, I think it's basically going to be New York, Boston or Oakland. Yeah, um, are going to fill that out, and New York's going to be one of them because they are just popping off. Yeah, so. I, I just I, like unless something unforeseen happens to New York, there it's theirs. Yeah, it is, and then it's either Boston or Oakland, depending on how they played on the stretch. Yeah, um, we only have one thing in news, but yeah. it's a good thing. So hit it for me, Dad. Yeah, Bobby Bradley and Harold Ramirez are both rehabbing now. Um, so they should be up here soon within the, the Lake County two. captains. Yeah. High A ball, baby. High A ball. Um, so that's exciting, uh, to, to hopefully get them back, uh, have more rotation on left field, uh, and just have more pop in our lineup with Bobby Bradley and Harold, uh, and have True. our everyday first baseman back. Let's go. I miss seeing all that chest. Yeah. It's just so much hot boy energy. He's so yeah. hot. It's unbelievable. Um, so the next series is three games versus the Rangers. That started yesterday on Tuesday night. So it's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday series. Last night's game, uh, 7-10 start. Hearn, uh, who's 2-4 and four with a 3-9-7 ERA versus the guy you'd let date your sister, Eli Morgan. He's 2-5 and five with a 5-8 ERA. And then tonight's game here, Wednesday, 7-10 start. Howard, he's 0-3 with a 6-5-6 ERA. Versus Plesak, who's seven and four with a four eight seven ERA, and hopefully and this then, dude can fucking get his shit back together. Yeah, like, dude, like come down. on, just rock this garbage Rangers team. And then on Thursday, it's going to be a night game, seven ten. Uh, Dunning, who's five and eight with a four three one ERA, versus to be determined. And that was yesterday, which is the first series, and it was that way today. I'm going to check really, really, really fast and see if we announced anybody. I don't think we have. Henches. Yeah, I was about to so, say, it's probably going to be Henches again. Yep, it's going to be Henches. I kept waiting. Um, so Rangers come in. I'm going to give a quick profile. I spent a little bit of time on this. Uh, they're 43-81, and 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Uh, they just traded Gallo away. Um, and they're still, that organization is kind of hot dog shit. I mean, the whole organization just is not good. Um, there's other players that have played there that said that like their organization sucks. You look at the moves they make. They're not good moves. They're just garbage. Um, Indians are 61 and 61. So 500, baby, let's, let's keep it go, going. Baby. Six and four in the last 10 playing better ball. Um, you know, with this one, I would love to see a sweep because I think it's in there, but two or three, like minimum take two out of three. Yeah. These are the teams you're supposed to beat and get to a game above 500. You know, if you take two or three. Yeah. Um, so some some quick profile on the Rangers because we haven't played them yet. Sorry, did you have something you wanted to say? I didn't mean to. No. Okay. Just want to make sure. Um, I get going sometimes. So some quick profile stuff. Um, 
Rangers have the eighth worst ERA in MLB with a 4.69. Cleveland's ranked 17th with a 4.40. I was a little surprised Ooh. by that. I know. A little check in on where we stand, too. That's why I like sometimes when I do Pitching these profiles. Factory, baby. Yeah, I'm surprised we're ranked 17th, but it's not been our, you know, Plesak, yeah. Savali, Bieber year. I will say, they have the 8th worst ERA, the Rangers do, with 4.69. But keep in mind, they had uh, Kyle Gibson, Gibby, who was pitching out of his mind with a sub-2 ERA through June. Which, if you take him out of the mix, which they traded to the Phillies, I, you know, they're probably like bottom barrel. They're probably like literally bottom three without... A yeah. borderline Cy Young, like a in the American League, a sub two ERA through June is <laughs> unbelievable. So that that definitely helped them out. Um, they've given up the sixth most home runs and most God sixth most home runs in baseball with 176. Cleveland is uh, 11 most with 157. So between sixth worst and 11th most. So what would that be? Rank. 19 or whatever that comes out to um for us they're still between the 19th worst and the 24th worst um no there's only what what, five spots between us we've given up the 11th most they've given up the six there's only five spots between there true so they're yeah they're 25th and we're 19th 20th. No. 30? 19th. Yeah, 19th. You're right. Anyway, there's 21 home runs given up. I'm really good <laughs> at math, but apparently not today. Um, the sec- They have the second worst batting average in MLB with a 225. We're seventh worst at 230. Let's go, baby. So. Let's go. We're not they have in the bottom third- five. True. They have the third fewest walks in MLB with a 336. We have we're the fifth worst in walks with 349. Not the worst. Uh, we have they have the worst OBP in baseball at 290. That is really bad. And we have the, the fourth. We have the fourth worst at 302. I started doing this thinking like it's going to make me feel good about our team, and as I was typing up, like, we blow. <laughs> we're not good. Um, and they have the second worst slugging in baseball at 369. This is exciting, though. We're ranked 16th at 405. Above average. Let's go. Baby. That's pretty good. C's um, get degrees. Let's go. They have the worst OPS in baseball at 658, and we're ranked 19th at 707. Above so, average, baby. Let's go. <laughs> this team is not good. They don't do much of anything, and a lot of those stats were probably kind of probably carried by Joey Gallo a little bit. So you need to take two out of three. Their pitching sucks. Their bullpen sucks. Just two out of three at a minimum, and let's move on with the damn thing. Yep, especially so. at home. True. You just gotta. These are the games you gotta pad before a tough September, like we talked about. Yeah. But you got anything else, dude? I think we did it. Nah, man, we got through this one without any technical difficulties. I don't have any errors popping up on my screen, yelling at me. So I know I'm just terrified. I'm like, oh god, just keep it going, keep it going, so we don't get screwed. So, all right. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow, and consider leaving us a review. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. YouTube and TikTok at 216 Baseball Pod. And we're going to be back on Friday or Saturday, depending on how our schedules look, because the Thursday game is a night game. Uh, so we'll be back. We're going to try on Friday, if not Saturday, uh, to give you an update on the Rangers series. So go try. Yeah, guards up, baby. Let's go. 